0: So if you're a WWE fan, if you're a wrestling fan and you're watching WWE and you think that this is absolutely trash, like I said before, and I've said it about hundred times right now and I'll say it again, go and fuck yourself. If Stephanie, Triple H and Shane can't get through to this fucking waste man, you complaining on Twitter, you sharing shit on Twitter and Facebook and anything else, you could write this guy a personal fucking handwritten letter, it could get to his house, he could physically sit there, put his glasses on and read it, it still will make no difference. Because he sees this as this What is what makes me money, so fuck yourself. I don't care if John Moxley don't like the promos I'm writing for him, because over here is my big stack of money and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Oh, Moxley, you don't like the promos that I've written for you? Well, fuck you. Your t-shirt weren't selling that good this week anyway. Go and jaw out to EC3. Or EC3 got booed from the fans... Why? Because you fucking had him over John Moxley in two minutes. Oh, we'll fuck EC3 then. We're not putting him on TV anymore. Moxley, now you're going to start jobbing out to fucking Nia Jax. Oh, Moxley, you're going to have fucking one final match against the um, with the fucking Shield that I'm going to make money off. Oh, by the way, here's $500. Here's $500. I pay my backstage staff. I pay extras $500. You're one of the biggest names that have been in this company for the past two years. We've used you like shit. This is your last match for us. Here's $500. And you honestly think... That anything anyone says to this fucking bastard... And I'll say it again. To this fucking bastard... Is going to make any any difference. Nah, you are pissing in the wind, my friend. He uh, broke his own leg trying to counter a wrist lock. Just sue my fucking ass, and suck my dick while you're at it. Gorilla press through a table, fucking misses the table. Dumps me on the concrete fucking ground. Since you wanna shoot, cowboy! (sighs) I don't even know why I'm sat here. Commenting on this fucking episode that John Mox did with Talk, did fucking, the fucking episode that he did on Talkies Jericho with fucking Chris Jericho. I don't know why I'm sat here talking about it because at first, when I listened to it right, as much as everyone else did, it, it would just pop after pop after pop. I was like, wow, this is fucking, this is as good as CM Punk when he first came out and started like lifting the curtain. Because it's just, it's so good to actually hear the stuff that goes on behind WWE. Because for fucking years and years and fucking years, people like us have had to justify ourselves for not liking what WWE gives us. For fucking years now, it's been a constant battle and a constant fucking joke that if you don't like what WWE's given you, you're just some fucking prick. You're entitled and you just want things to be done your way. No, we don't want it done our way. We just want it done better. Fuck, man. But I'm getting off topic. Like I was trying to say in the first fucking ten seconds. Getting heated up in this bitch. (sighs) Like everyone else, at first I was listening to it, and I, I listened to it, and again, I'm going to go and listen back, I'm going to eventually go back and listen to it again, I was going to listen to it before in the gym, but instead I was listening to uh, the two Dannys from Wrestling Newspaper FM, shout out my boys, latest episodes up now, go and listen to it, it's a fucking hoot, they're talking about CM Punk possibly showing up in AEW, fucking great stuff. So I am going to go back and listen to the John Moxley episode on Talk is Jericho, but like everyone else, when I was listening to it the first time, I was buzzing, loved it, couldn't believe some of the stuff. And then about a couple of hours went past, and I was sat there and I was like, why is this a shock to me? Why is Why am I surprised about any of this? This is what we've all been reading about, this is what we've all been hearing about on Twitter, this is what we've all been seeing, this is what we've all been physically fucking seeing. When Ambrose made that comment about Roman Reigns, you could see straight away Ambrose didn't, weren't, Ambrose wouldn't come out with that fucking shite, fucking one of his best mates, that fucking needle thing, I didn't even, I didn't even see that because I don't watch WWE, I just keep up with it, but apparently Vince had a a fucking segment where he's being injected, uh, Moxley Obviously, frequently formerly known frequently for fuck's sake, formally known as Dean Ambrose in WWE. Apparently, there was a segment where he was getting injected with some big fucking um, needle for rabies or some shit because he was going to catch it off the crowd. And this is coming from like Dean Ambrose, or sorry, like John Moxley said, from this apparent genius of the wrestling industry. Let me fucking say something right now. Because everyone in wrestling, and again, if people want to have respect for Vince, if people want to respect all the stuff that he's done, I mean look, I'm going to sit here right now and I'm going to bash the guy, and I've bashed him before, but I will say this, he's ran, he's made WWE into a billion dollar company, alright, yeah, congratulations. oi right, hats off. And some of the stuff he has done has worked, but... Some of the best stuff in the WWE, in the WWF's history has got absolutely fuck all to do with him. He didn't even want to make the fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin character. Stone Cold took that character, took the ball and fucking ran with it himself. And he made it what it is. And eventually Vince, the fucking weasel that he was, attached himself onto the Stone Cold Steve Austin character. And had to put himself into it. I look at Stone Cold Steve Austin as one of the best wrestling characters that there ever was. And again, yeah, it does come down to how he was booked. That's fine. But even if he wasn't booked as the best star on the fucking roster, he still would have been one of the most entertaining things in that company. That character could come through at any point in any era in wrestling. he could. That character could be made today and it would be just as fucking impactful and it would be just as good. But Vince didn't make that character... This apparent genius of the wrestling world didn't make that fucking character. Fucking suck out. I'm gonna fucking glass of water before I get amongst it. Oh. And I'm going to have some fucking protein shake as well. Ah! You know what it is. So, today what we're going to talk about... I've, uh, for the first time in a long time, I've actually got some notes in front of me. Not many, but we got some notes. Uh, fucking hell. Let's jump into the intro, shall we? Alright guys, what's going on? Welcome to Shoot Talk. You know what it is. Let's get amongst it. It is the fork. As if it's the first today. Jesus. It is the first of June 2019. Man, as if we are halfway through the year already. That is fucking Jesus Christ that's insanity that is absolute insanity Champions League final tonight it's gonna be good but anyway look let's get talking about this fucking Moxley thing so what I'm gonna do I'm not going to talk about everything that he's talked about in the episode because that episode is now three days four days old whatever it may be I think it's even close to like five or six days now um and you've all you've all have a listen to it which I hope you fucking have Or you've all heard everyone else talk about it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the reaction from it. Because there's been a couple of reactions. A couple of strong reactions. But before I get into that, I just want to give my opinion on the whole vibe of that podcast. That whole vibe of the episode. The whole vibe of what John Moxley came on and talked about and basically shared to us all. Because none of us are, are, are backstage in the WWE. We get all our sources from guys like Meltzer, Alvarez, fucking Cage Side Seats, Wrestling News, fucking Sean Rossap, Sapp, WrestleVotes, whatever the fuck it may be. And sometimes you hear this crap and you go, that might be heavily exaggerated. We don't know how true that is. We don't know if that's a lot of bullshit. We don't know who the sources are. So a lot of times you hear something and you go, well, take it with a pinch of salt. But when a guy like Moxley, a guy who was there for so fucking long, comes out, lifts the entire curtain and pisses on Vince McMahon, sit there and listen to it. Jesus wet. But the vibe that we got from John Moxley, whether he wanted to bury Vince or not, it was a burial. He dug the fucking grave, he pushed Vince in, it was the good fellas, he was there shanking him all over, and then he fucking buried the cunt. The main vibe of that entire episode is that Vince is single-handedly, single-handedly ruining the WWE through his own creative because he runs it his way and there is no fucking point having a creative team at all. There is no point. Dean or John, whatever the fuck you want to call him now, John Moxley, when he was in WWE, he said that he was getting promo after promo. People were giving him scripts. This is John Moxley, right? Go back and watch his stuff before he was in WWE. Some of the promos he was doing was unbelievable. Clearly, clearly, the WWE have signed him. Vince has no idea what the fuck he did before WWE. Vince doesn't know how good he is at a promo. Vince just doesn't know how creative John Moxley can be, right? So time and time again, John was been given promos and he's been given scripts. He'd look at him and go, this is fucking stupid, I'm not reading this shit. So he'd hand it back, they'd take it to Vince, Vince would rewrite it and give it back to Moxley and it would be just as shit. Moxley would go to Vince and Vince would say, it's good. It's good writing, it's good TV. Go out there and say it. And after six years of this bullshit, Moxley threw his hands up. He was professional as fuck about it. He didn't leave. He didn't hand his notice in. He didn't fucking disrupt his wife's job because she works there. Didn't do anything like that at all. He was professional as fuck. He saw out his contract. They offered him a new contract. He said no. I'm just I just need to go. Money isn't a thing to me. I'm gone. They text him. Before his contract ended and said, can you just extend it for a bit longer to do the European tour? No, sorry. Sorry, you've had six years of me. It's not my fault anymore. I'm, My hands are washed. I'm washing my hands of you. WWE is gone. The, the poison is gone. <sighs> Fucking hell. It feels like, for so for so many years now, We as fans have seen what Vince has done to this company. We've seen that the creative has been terrible. We've seen guys like Gallows and Anderson come in. Who we know are amazing. They were the best tag team in New Japan. One of the very best tag teams in independent wrestling. An entire world of wrestling. Gallows and Anderson were up there. And they go to WWE. And because Vince doesn't know who these people are. Because Vince doesn't watch or he doesn't even ask Triple H Or what were the characters in New Japan? What were they doing? What made them stars? What made them go on our fucking radar? Vince looks at it and goes... This is how I want to do it. And that's it. I'm the genius of wrestling. Wrestling is mine. That that, That is honestly what it comes down to at the end of the day. Vince sits there and he tells himself that he owns wrestling. That wrestling is his. Everyone else involved in wrestling is just underneath Vince McMahon. Every other company... Involved in wrestling is underneath Vince McMahon. That's how he sees it. He sees... He does. He sees himself as God. He sees himself as wrestling's God. I don't know what to say to you to that effect. I mean, I, I was looking for stuff to talk about today. And I, I came across a, um, an article on Forbes where they were talking about Vinnie Mac and WWE... Ah, chocolate protein shake, you know what it is. And they were basically saying that apparently, you know, reports have come out that Triple H, Stephanie, Shane, people around Vince, they've all tried to talk to this old prick, and he's having none of it. They've tried to get him to change his ways. He's not having any of it. Uh, they even said ninety-nine times out of a hundred, if creative give this guy something, he won't like it, and he'll change it. On the nights of Raw, he'll be changing the script because he doesn't like it. So if you have any any hope, any fucking hope whatsoever that the WWE is going to change, go fuck yourself. Go and fuck yourself. Yeah, it's not going to happen. When AEW first got announced at the start of the year, one of the main things that everyone was talking about was this could finally change WWE. Not straight away, but it could finally change WWE's um, approach. It could finally change Vince's approach to how he runs the company, how he books the stars. I mean, look, let's get something right. He runs the TV. He writes the scripts. He writes the promos and he manages the business. Managing the business, by the looks of it, he is a genius at. He's made it a billion dollar company. That's fine. You go away and you do that thing. You do whatever you need to do. But on TV, creatively wise, this is beyond trash. This is beyond trash. But he doesn't listen to any other person. He doesn't listen to it. In Vince's head, he sits there, He sat there on his, his billion dollars. I, in my entire existence, I'd, I'd love to say that one day I would, I will be, but I don't think I'm ever going to be sat on a billion dollars. Vince is, sat on a billion dollar company. So in his mind, when Stephanie and Shane and Triple H and anyone else is coming to him, he's looking at it and going, you're not me, so how can you give me advice? And that's the way it's gonna be until he until he fucking croaks, until he like John Moxley said, until he dies in the fucking chair. So if you're a fan of the WWE but you don't like what you're seeing week after week on TV, like I said before, go and fuck yourself. Cause that's how it is. That's how it is. I wised I wised up to this fucking years ago. I've been watching WWE since I was seven years old. I've been watching wrestling since I was seven years old. ECW fucking videotapes. The old VHS tapes. I had tons of ECW videotapes. I had tons of WWF tapes. I think I had about two WCW tapes. I think he even had, I think he even had like a really old Japanese wrestling tape. Can't remember. And when I got to, I think it was about high school wise, I think about when I was 11 or 12 years old. And it was really when John Cena started kicking in. And I'm not putting it on Cena, but it was just that era where Cena started kicking in and it started to become about Cena and Randy Orton a bit more. I just, I'd stopped. I'd stopped watching it completely. I'd stopped watching all forms of wrestling because it was boring. I looked at it one time and I remember because how it was, was wrestling, WWE specifically, they were on a program over here called Sky One. A TV channel, sorry, called Sky One. So I'd watch it every Saturday morning. It'd be Smackdown. And then on Sundays, they'd do the uh, the highlights of Raw. Because Raw was only on Sky Sports News. And I didn't have Sky Sports News at the time. So I'd sit there at the weekends and I'd watch it. And I started looking at it and going, this, it's the exact same thing week after week. The exact same matches were happening. It, uh, the promos sounded exactly the same. There was hardly any backstage segments anymore. And it just wasn't what I was it just wasn't what I was used to. And it wasn't a change for the better, it was a change for the boring. And then obviously you started hearing stuff about the PG era and how there was not going to be any blood anymore, there was no more headshots, and you know, blah 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 blah. And I just tuned out. I completely tuned out. Completely tuned out. And today, there is no difference. There is no difference in the WWE. And Could you blame it on the PG era? Possibly. Maybe when they went into the PG era, WWE started making tons and much more money. They had no competitors, no proper competitors. And Vince is just making money over fist. He's making money, he's making money, he's making money. The company becomes a billion dollar company. And he looks at it and goes, that's what works. That's what makes the most money. So it doesn't matter if the promos are shit. doesn't matter if the creative is shit. Because this is what works for me. This is what gets me money. And that's how Vince sees it. So if you're a WWE fan, if you're a wrestling fan and you're watching WWE and you think that this is absolutely trash. Like I said before, and I've said it about hundred times right now and I'll say it again. Go and fuck yourself. If Stephanie, Triple H and Shane can't get through to this fucking waste man. You complaining on Twitter. You sharing shit on Twitter and Facebook and anything else, you could write this guy a personal fucking handwritten letter, it could get to his house, he could physically sit there, put his glasses on and read it, it still will make no difference because he sees this as this What is what makes me money so fuck yourself. I don't care if John Moxley don't like the promos I'm writing for him, because over here is my big stack of money and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Oh Moxley, you don't like the promos that I've written for you? Well fuck you, your t-shirt weren't selling that good this week anyway. Go and jaw out to EC3. Or EC3 got booed from the fans... Why? Because you fucking had him over John Moxley in two minutes? Oh, we'll fuck EC3 then. We're not putting him on TV anymore. Moxley, now you're going to start jobbing out to fucking Nia Jax. Oh, Moxley, you're going to have fucking one final match against the sh- um, with the fucking Shield that I'm going to make money off. Oh, by the way, here's $500. Here's $500. I pay my backstage staff, I pay extras, $500. You're one of the biggest names that have been in this company for the past two years. We've used you like shit. This is your last match for us. Here's $500. And you honestly think. That anything anyone says to this fucking bastard. And I'll say it again. To this fucking bastard. Is going to make any any difference. Nah, you are pissing in the wind my friend. This sounds horrible. What I'm about to say is going to sound horrible. And I probably shouldn't say it. But I'm going to say it. The only time WWE is ever going to change. Is when Vince is no longer in charge. And by the looks of it. The only time Vince is ever not going to be in charge. Is when he's fucking dead. The main thing. When it comes to wrestling, let me just going to have a bit more sip of this shit. Ah. Now time for some water. Woohoo! Still got to do a fucking food shop as well. Jesus, five to one. Oh, the main thing when it comes to wrestling twitter or basically like the the main place where you talk about wrestling is twitter we all know it nowadays right or when you're talking to you you know like like it's, for instance if me and danny are talking about wrestling obviously he stays up who well, doesn't stay up but he watches wwe i don't watch wwe i just keep in the loop of it he physically watches it um because he wants to review it and stuff that's fine that's on him but when you're having conversations with people and sometimes you hit an impasse where one person thinks like this or one person thinks like this A lot of the times, you're having to try and justify yourself because you just don't like the WWE anymore. People on Twitter, again, whether it comes to Twitter or wherever it may be, people get that miscon I don't know if that's the word to use. Miscontrude? I don't... I I, I hope that's the word to use. People get it mixed up. They think that you're hating on the WWE. They think that you want the WWE to die. And you know, like when you start praising AEW, all of a sudden you're a WWE hater. You hate the WWE. You want the WWE to die. Look, I don't want the WWE to to die. I want Vince to leave the company. <laughs> we grew up on WWE. We don't. We obviously don't want to see this company die. We want to see this company. Be the best it can be. And I'm sorry, but it's never going to be that with him in charge. When he thinks having a surgical mask on John Moxley walking down to the ring is going to be entertaining. When he thinks making a joke or a comment or a snide comment about Roman Reigns is fucking cancer. When he thinks that's going to be entertaining, when he thinks that's going to get a pop out of the crowd, if he thinks that's going to be pivotal in a fucking feud. When that kind of shit is happening, you've you're fighting a losing battle. Fuck's sake! I hate. I've I've said this time and time again, and I'm going to say it until I'm blue in the face. And I am going to say it until he's dead. But I hate him. Hate's a strong word and I hate him. If I saw him on the street, I'd go for him. I would fucking run through his entire line of security. If Triple H wanted to get involved, I'd mix it up with him as well. But eventually, I'd get to Vince. I'd fucking get to him. I hate him. With every fibre of my being. I love wrestling. I fucking love wrestling. I always have done. And I think I always end up, will I always will do. We all love wrestling, don't we? And this guy's ruining it. This guy's ruining the WWE. The biggest company, the company that could give you, the company that can make stars at WrestleMania, the company that can just put you in absolute ecstasy at the Royal Rumble, that can shock you at SummerSlam. This fucking cancer. This cancerous old man is running this company. And I can't even say he's running it into the ground because they've had the most profitable year this year. And that's where it lies. That's the issue. He just wants money. He just wants to make more and more money. And with that, what can we do? What can any of us do? Oh, anyway... That's my fucking thoughts out of the way. Let's get on to some review um, reactions to the uh, emancipation of John Moxley episode on the Talkies Jericho. WrestleVotes tweeted out that several people connected to WWE agreed with John Moxley. What uh, sorry, agreed with Moxley what he said on Talkies Jericho, quoting: "It's all a mess. Vince is Vince. This is exactly what I've just went over." Um... And again, it's just more confirmation. People in the back feel exactly the same as Moxley. This isn't Moxley coming out and airing some shit that isn't real. This is genuinely the truth. Um, on the back of Moxley's podcast with Jericho, Dave Meltzer recently reported that there are a large number of stars who want to leave the WWE. And some of the names would shock fans. Who do we reckon that's going to be? I'm sat here right now and I'm trying to think who it could be. I'd say possibly Kevin Owens. But Owens gets booked quite well. He's never in stupid shit. But it could possibly be Owens because, again, he he loves the independent wrestling, doesn't he? Uh, He's best mates with the books. I think Owens could look at AEW. He could look at things like Cody and Dustin, what they did. Obviously seeing that Moxley's going to be against fucking Joey Janela. Which is just going to be brutal. And he might look at it and go, that's the kind of wrestling I want to do. Finn Balor. I think Finn could be a good one. Obviously, Finn should have. Oh, man. Finn should have been booked so much better. So much fucking better than he's been used in WWE. So I'm hoping that Finn's thinking about getting out of it. But again, we'll see. Um, Who else? Maybe one of the New Day. Maybe Big E. A push, But again, New Day have been used quite well. Obviously, they're the longest reigning tag team champions. Obviously, guys like Luke Harper and stuff, who have already voiced their disple- displeasurement. Is that a word? Voiced their fucking feelings about WWE, their personal feelings about WWE. Harper has to leave. Vince didn't just let him leave. He actually extended his contract through his injury. That, again, is just a fucking bullshit wanker move which makes me hate this cunt even more Um so yeah it, it sounds like at the moment morale isn't great at WWE hopefully I'm thinking there's NXT guys that don't want to go up to the main roster and would happily just stay in NXT until the contracts are up and then go to AEW or go to New Japan, go somewhere I really don't want guys like Adam Cole and the undisputed era guys to be on raw smackdown cuz they're going to get lost in the shuffle. Vince is going to just give him shit promo after shit promo. Uh, Vince doesn't even watch NXT, so how the fuck is he going to know how good Undisputed Era is? I'm really fucking scared for guys like that man. Really fucking scared. Uh Matt Riddle, Vince is going to have a fucking field day with Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's a colourful guy, he likes to wear bright colours, obviously he's got the flip-flops and that, Vince is going to look at him and go, let's put a fucking, let's put some clown fucking paint on his face, let's have him coming out blowing balloons up or some shit, Vince is going to ruin that guy. And that's that's just how it is, man, it's just how it is. And my last note on that is, does this now justify CM Punk quitting the WWE? There's a lot of mixed feelings around CM Punk. Obviously, one, the fact that he'd left WWE, the fact that he quit. He didn't see out his contract like Moxie did. He physically quit. And a lot of people, you know, came out and was like, "Oh, you know, you're a quitter just because you didn't get what you wanted," and blah blah blah. But this Moxley thing now, when he has shine, when he shone a light on the creative, you know, guys like CM Punk who are creative and who can give you these amazing promos. If they're being handed shit after shit after shit constantly and Vince is just battering them and he's saying you have to go out there and you have to say this crap. um, You have to go out there and wear a fucking surgical mask or whatever the fuck it may be. Guys like that, why would they stay there? Why would they possibly stay there? Obviously Punk, he thought that he could be a UFC fighter. Unfortunately, it isn't how it worked out. You know, people are talking about CM Punk showing up at AEW when they're in Chicago. Um, I'd like to see it just so the fans don't try and turn on AEW a little bit because I'm not going to lie, AEW could announce the biggest matches in the world for that all out show. But if CM Punk doesn't show up, people are going to be talking about that. The majority of people, that's all they're going to be talking about. And it's a shame, but that's what wrestling turned into nowadays. That is what wrestling has turned into nowadays. I swear to fucking God, if any fan boos AEW because CM Punk doesn't show up, someone someone send me the fucking address. I'll fly over to America, I don't give a fuck. Wrestling, man, WWE in general, WWE's been a fucking mess for so long now, for so long. And Vince is there. You know, if Vince wants to make himself god of WWE... Then he can take the shit that WWE is getting. Because he's he's the fucking main reason for it. He's the biggest piece of shit in wrestling. If he wants to call himself the god of wrestling. And he sees himself as the god of wrestling. Then he can see himself as the biggest piece of shit in wrestling as well. That fucking old bastard. I I, I hate... It. I don't even like talking about this guy. Even if I'm going in on him, I don't like it because it's just—it just takes time out of my life. That he doesn't deserve it. That guy is gonna die, not knowing who any of us are, never listening to our voices at all, not even knowing that we exist. You think about it. There's people out there right now that are. Let's, let's, let's think about this for a minute. I, I'm sat here right now and I'm recording a podcast. What time is it in Australia? I think people will slowly be starting to wake up in Australia. I think it'll be about maybe 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. So there could be people out there from Friday night in Australia who are just hungover as fuck. But we don't know them. We don't know them. We don't know their names. We don't know what the fuck they were doing last night. We don't know what they're doing. Um fucking down the road from me. Someone could be getting the fucking dick sucked. I don't know. I don't know what is going on. I don't know these people. I could live the rest of my entire life not knowing what's going on down the road. Never will do. Vince is going to die in the armchair of WWE at the head of creative of WWE. And he won't know that any of us, any of us at all hate this fucking bastard. How can you hate someone you, you've never met before? I feel like this guy has been in my life for so many years and he has been some kind of tumour that I just need to cut the fuck out of my system. And the day this fucking prick, whether it is through death, whether it is through him finally just looking at it and going, I'm done, which is never going to happen. But if we finally get rid of this prick... Then that's when you become optimistic a bit more about WWE, but fuck that until then. You fucking cunt. Anyway, that's the end of my notes. Oh, fucking hell. I'm sick of it, man. I'm fucking sick of it. And if you fucking if if you're a fan of AEW and you want AEW to succeed, you're just a WWE hater. Oh you just. You just don't get what you want from WWE, so you want AEW to. No, I want AEW to succeed because they want to give us something fucking entertaining. They actually want to make stars. They actually listen to what we suggest. They talk to people on fucking Twitter. Man, I don't understand. I don't understand at this point. After this John Moxley podcast came out, I honestly don't understand how. Any wrestler with any self-respect in the craft could go to WWE now after hearing that. Guys like Shane Strickland, who've recently just signed contracts with WWE. I know that he's, he's in NXT and that's fine. But, like, what the fuck? Say, for example, if like Jeff Cobb or Will Ospreay, someone like that. They saw the contracts out with Ring of Honor. They saw the contracts out with New Japan. And WWE come in and offer them a contract. And AEW say, look, our doors are open if you want to come to us, you can do. Or New Japan or Ring of Honor say, look, if you want to re with us, you can do. If, If those wrestlers chose WWE after hearing this, what the fuck? What the fuck? This this is gonna get ugly before it gets better. We are seriously. We're coming to some pretty weird few years coming up in wrestling. You're gonna get people screaming for AEW to compete with WWE. AEW have said time and time again they don't want to compete against WWE, they just want to offer an alternative. I think AEW is going to grow bigger than they ever expect it to. I'm certainly... I'm shocked already. WWE aren't going to change. WWE's probably going to get worse. Man. It gives you It's enough to give you a fucking headache. Fuck me. But anyway, guys, that's going to do it for me. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, at ShootTalkMartin. You know what it is. Make sure to subscribe to Rest of Newspaper FM if you haven't already. Make sure to go and listen to that John Moxley Chris Jericho podcast. Talkies Jericho, the Emancipation of John Moxley. If you haven't already, it is one of the best podcasts you will listen to. So so fucking cool. Just listening to this guy rattle off um, all these gripes with WWE, with Vince, with Creative. Um, and yeah, that's it, man. It's the weekend. Go and enjoy your weekend. It's the Champions League tonight. Spurs and Liverpool uh big fucking match gonna be fucking class but yeah but guys that's gonna be it for me and as always i'll catch you next time